The Sex Ed with Tim podcast is recorded on the traditional territory of many nations, including the Mississaugas of the Credit, the Anishinaabeg, the Chippewa, the Haudenosaunee, and the Wendat peoples, and is now home to many diverse First Nations, Inuit, and Métis people. We acknowledge that Toronto is covered by Treaty 13, signed with the Mississaugas of the Credit, and the Williams Treaty, signed with multiple Mississaugas and Chippewa bands. You're listening to Sex Ed with Tim. <laughs> What is going on, my sexy little sluts? It is me, Tim. You know me from, oh, I don't know, the Sex Ed with Tim podcast that you're listening to right now, or some other internet meme that you've probably discovered me on, or you can occasionally find me behind a dumpster getting railed to death. Anyways, hello, hi. I am here to make a quick announcement about this episode. This is an interview that I had with Eric Millen, the founder of Looking List Personals, and we recorded this around, oh, I don't know, spring, summer of 2022, I believe, and a lot has happened since then. The app is no longer available on the App Store or on Google Play Store. You can't find it anywhere, so that sucks. I did, however, want to keep this episode and release it because I think the conversation that we had is very important. We talk about, uh, oh, I don't know, so many things actually, but really we talked about the state of hookup culture, the state of what is it that dating apps are getting wrong. For example, like how do we make sure that we're all staying safe when having sex with strangers that we meet online? Ugh, good idea to begin with. Or like how do we stop treating each other so disposably, right? Like you get that post not clarity or like that, you know, catfish ghosting kind of thing. Like we're all being so rude to each other on these apps that it's just gross and nasty and it's not cute and let's put a stop to it. So yeah. I wanted to put this episode out here for us to listen and learn and have a laugh. We do say a few funny things. But yeah, I hope you enjoy because I had a pretty great time talking to Eric and I hope you have a great time listening to this episode. So without further ado, let's get on with the show. Mwah! Hello and welcome to another episode of the Sex Ed with Tim podcast. I'm your host, Tim. I'm a certified sex educator. I identify as a chaotic homosexual. And are you a termite? Because you're about to have a mouthful of wood. <laughs> My guest today... Oh yeah, that was... That was good. Stupid. No, it wasn't, Eric. <laughs> um, <laughs> that was one of my worst pickup lines actually i don't know yeah let's let's scratch that anyways uh my guest today is the founder uh, can i say founder or yeah founder. Uh, developer founder president uh big boss uh <laughs> of the app looking list personals i have with me today eric millen hey eric how are you doing Hey Tim, I'm great. Uh, thanks for having me on. Not the not the worst joke, by the way. That's actually pretty good. <laughs> I did not quite see that coming. <laughs> you know what? In terms of the pickup lines that I've tried, yeah, okay, fine. It's maybe not the worst, not the best. Like I've, I've one time said, "Hey, are you looking for a stud? Because I got an STD, and all I need is you." Um, <laughs> oh wow! Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> In the lore of my pickup lines, uh, the term I think is probably not, you know, the worst. But um, anyways, I'm so glad that you reached out because I am interviewing a whole bunch of, you know, people who have been talking about apps and what it has to do with sexuality. So a uh, great fit for the show and i'm wondering if you can tell the listeners a little bit about yourself first and the app that you have created right so i uh, i work as a self-employed massage therapist uh, for about eight years now and 
the idea for Looking List kind of goes back to about 2015. So primarily my clients are gay men, right? So I hear all these hookup stories. And I heard all these stories about how unreliable and shitty guys were and last minute cancellations and this whole uh, you free now kind of thing. And I used to live in the UK. So huge city, right? Uh, no one's next door to anyone. All these kind of missed uh, opportunities I'd hear about. Well, I kind of approached it with like a problem solving kind of mindset, you know, how are these people missing each other? There's a certain entitlement. So I'd hear all these stories about kind of the grinder culture and how everyone is so disposable, right? I want you until that hotter guy comes along. So we tried to kind of make something that was a little bit more about planning, right? And a little bit more about putting yourself out there ahead of time. And then in 2018, uh, I think it was March, Craigslist closed their uh, personal section. Very kind of experimental space. And, you know, that kind of came out of nowhere. So we kind of crafted our little idea into something a little bit more personal Zad style. We realized you couldn't really compete with the, uh, the live who's nearby right now kind of thing. We're never going to like outcompete Grindr or the other location-based apps. So we went with publishing, this kind of idea of putting all the info out front, you know, where you're going to be if you can host your travel kind of thing. And we kind of ran with the Craigslist model. We have uh, the same kind of categories. Like we stole their little, um, I don't know if you were much of a user, but they had the M for M, M for W kind of thing, right? Man for man, man for woman. I've tried out the app a little bit, actually. And it is quite intuitive, but it is also very new. So I didn't really see that many <laughs> users. Not that many around Toronto. Not that many around Toronto, but it is uh, very much like... I, I don't know how to describe it, but it's kind of like this uh, love child between Craigslist and Grinder. <laughs> yeah, very much. Uh, our color scheme is kind of similar to Grindr. Uh, we kind of think of ourselves as like the spiritual successor to Craigslist personals, right? But appified, essentially, right? So we see a fair amount of postings, especially in the US recently. It's interesting. This week's kind of been California heavy. For the listeners who are just hearing this for the first time, can you take us back to like the very beginning of the app, like walk us through the the user phase and what's available to us? So it's essentially a list and we have our little chooser at the top and you choose the category you want if you want to browse. And you can also have a look at kind of the master list. Ads are either hosting or traveling. So hosting is red. We have a little house icon, you know, and everything's essentially clickable. So uh, right now, our newest ad is, just having a look here, so somewhere near, our newest Toronto-based ad is, where is that, roughly Richmond and Bathurst. Oh, okay, that's not so far. So people publish where they're going to be and when, right? Uh, you kind of walk through a wizard when you're publishing, You all ads must have at least one pick. I don't know, it's so strange that on some of the personal sites, people would publish without a pick. And then I'd hear the same thing about the, like the, kind of the grinder stories. Just give me a fucking pick, you know? Like if we're not compatible, why are we talking? Users publish ads. Uh, they have up to nine categories: man for man, man for woman, man for trans, and then the other options. You know, woman for man, woman for trans. What was it? Woman for woman, woman for man, woman You've for covered trans. Covered the whole gamut, then, huh? Yeah. <laughs> or as much as you can. We're actually we're adding a new one. So we've seen kind of you know some things like people trying to plan group meetups, and you know. It's not necessarily only for sexual purposes, but that's essentially what we're seeing. So we saw someone planning a gangbang out in California last week. Very specific. <laughs> Older guy looking for eight to ten men. Quite ambitious, <laughs> right? Which we applaud, which is great, you know. Yeah, the ambition. And knows what he's looking for. <laughs> so when you publish an ad, uh, you publish to a place. So Craigslist was your nearest city, right? And... That's just not necessary anymore. You can choose pretty much exactly where you want to be. The app shows it within a few hundred meters, and it's not necessarily live. You know, like your own discretion is up to you, right? But you, uh, you publish to a place. It doesn't need to be the nearest city. You also publish to a day and time. So you say the day and time you're looking to meet. Also, we're looking at making that optional. Uh, so one of the things we were thinking about was a little bit more commitment when you're putting yourself out there. But it looks like people really like to kind of play it by ear. So we, at the moment, you must publish to a day and time, like I'm coming down to see you tomorrow and I'll be free by six. Therefore, anyone nearby 6.30 hosting near Tim's place kind of thing. 
I would never have anyone over at my place. <laughs> Everyone stay away from me. I'll come over to you. <laughs> well, there you go, right? <laughs> so uh, we're looking to make that more optional. So you can signal the exact day and time, like to the half hour, or you can say any day and time. That's something we're right. working on. Uh, mm. We plan to have the miscellaneous category ready for the end of uh, September. So that's kind of our, you know, anything that doesn't exactly fit in the M for M, M for W kind of categories. And it doesn't need to be sexual. You could be planning like a, a church potluck. I mean, <laughs> I'll be I'll be quite surprised when I see that. Also, I don't know, it brings to mind jokes about altar boys, right? Uh, mm, yeah. Uh, shout out to the studio Mormon Boys. Thank you so much for catering to my daddy issues. But <laughs> I am curious, though, about what exactly is it that looking list personals will fill no pun intended uh what is the gap that it's filling that apps like grinder or scruff are are putting in there because you you said like there's a whole picture thing there's the whole you know uh playing by ear thing but it, it like to me it sounds like just like grinder or scruff or any other gay dating app but with a scheduler so what is it in the gay dating app market that your app is looking to close? Well, it's for everyone. Like there's a big kind of the gay guys are spoiled essentially. But, um, you know, we are about kind of experimentation is a big thing. So you're not limited to one ad. You're not limited to nearby. You can literally search the world. Um, we have advanced sorts, keyword searching. You mentioned you have some daddy issues, right? You can literally <laughs> stick our little... Well, you can stick our little map pin. We have a little rooster, a little rooster uh, you are here pin. You could check the world, right? You could search by exactly your keywords. And uh, because it's not profile based, <laughs> you can, can put yourself out issues. there. <laughs> you could even look for counseling for daddy issues. Maybe <laughs> people could find you. That, Eric. <laughs> people who want to find, I don't know, more daddy issues could come on. You know what? Yeah, I, Stock, there's always room for fire. more. <laughs> there's always room for more daddy issues, more father issues. Catholic joke. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry. But basically, uh, you're not limited to one, so you can publish multiple ads. Right? We allow up to three, and it doesn't need to be tied. You know, you could put your super romantic, looking for the partner of your dreams ad out there. And your really dirty one for, you know, after church on the weekend where you know where you're going to be. We try to give people essentially as much discretion as they want. You know, uh, nothing's tied to you directly. So your ad is out there. Your ads are out there. If you choose to make ads, you can publish to multiple categories. Uh, it's interesting. We see a lot of chest pictures, a lot of very uh, <laughs> particular body parts. We also see faces. People are really open sometimes, too. Oh, wow. In fact, so it's just a little funny one. If anyone is on the app right now, we had an app this week. I think it was Labor Day. A guy published, so he's looking for a woman, a man for woman. It's a picture of him in front of his car, and he's looking to drive around to get out of the house to get away from his bitch wife. <laughs> and it's a, it's a total face pic. I'm quite surprised. This guy is like, I don't want to spend another long weekend with my bitch wife. It's, uh, I don't know, people, people send messages too. You'd Boom. think like... Yeah, I mean, wow. maybe his wife's not going to be on it, but it's a no. public app. Yeah, geez, that is the balls on that, man. <laughs> <laughs> trying to get away from my bitch wife. I just need another bitch to fuck. Um. <laughs> well, on that note, too, you can hide your ad or delete it whenever you want. So if uh, someone who knows this guy with the, the red Corvette is listening, maybe send him a message. <laughs> so, all right, I see this hot guy that's trying to get away from his bitch wife and i'm like all right maybe i can rock your weekend for a little tempt bit. him you know tempt him a little right. bit uh how do i make that connection what's the chat interface like oh so we call it an rsvp okay so every ad has a little envelope icon we are trying to go a bit more with like the inbox feel than the the chat uh thing but we do have instant messaging so essentially an rsvp is where you break the ice and you must attach at least one pick as well you know, mm. get it all out there, right? Hey, I saw your ad about your bitch wife. Here's my pick. <laughs> and, you know, this is where I am. I know you're driving around in that cherry red, uh, what did I say? Convertible? Corvette? <laughs> Corvette, right, right. <laughs> A cherry red Corvette. Come on over. See your face already. Cute guy. 
can't believe your wife is such a bitch to you. Come on over, right? <laughs> that is funny. So have you heard any like success stories about successful connections? Have you personally made a successful connection through the app? Well, I'm a little shy given that, uh, you know, I think I'd be recognized by the team. We're a pretty small company, but it'd be a little hard for me to put myself out there in my neighborhood without, I mean, I guess I could do a, uh, a picture of a car, right? But no, I've been a little shy. And our users are pretty discreet. So we don't really get a lot of, you know, dear looking list. I met the love of my life. Mm. Also, we're hoping to maybe get kind of a, a letter from, what did they call the, the, the penthouse thing? Dear, dear hustler, you wouldn't believe it. <laughs> We're hoping to start getting some of those. Okay, I understand the need for discretion. and But is there a way that your app is ensuring the authenticity and the security for users? Because, you know, I can just post, I don't know, a fucking landscape or something and that could be approved or uh, a headless torso or whatever. And, like, how would I as a user know that this is a real profile, this is someone that's legit and i'm gonna be okay just wondering on like the the logistics and the security and authenticity aspect of it well that's really up to you you know uh, you have communication mm. in the app and you can also reach out via whatsapp you can exchange numbers um oh you can business wise Through... oh yeah you got chat right you can message oh, how you like oh no i thought that like you can integrate your whatsapp number on the app or no something. but you can send your contact oh, I see. Uh, okay. so yeah. that's okay. the one issue we do have on a parallel line is so we're on the play in the uh the app store for iphone and android and they forbid any kind of sex work right which mm. you know philosophically not my issue make your money as you like to make it but we can't allow that kind of uh so we have seen people trying to publish their uh their snapchat and even full prices. So we had three ads in New York City uh, this week that were, so people will kind of break up their phone number into three numbers and then some text and then the number, you know, the word two, T-W-O, right? Mm -hmm. So we can't allow that to be published. People do exchange information between them. We can't guarantee that anyone is using the app for legitimate reasons. And that's the same with every other app. So. There was a startup a little while ago that tried to uh, do like criminal background checks on the people who use it mm -hmm. and then give you a little badge. And as a business idea, that's just the worst thing in the world. Like, <laughs> can you even guarantee your best friend isn't a serial killer? Can you like, <laughs> how do you guarantee anyone? Like you must remember the Bruce, what was it? Bruce MacArthur, the, yeah. uh, the gay the village, village killer. killer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He was at it for 30 years. Like mm -hmm. I, I guarantee like the guy who delivered his morning paper thought he was a great guy. You can't really put yourself in that position as a business. Um, some apps do the thing where it's like you pose with your name on a piece of paper and they take a headshot and say, yep, that's the guy. That's the guy, you know, like they can algorithmically, algorithmically match your face pick that you've taken to other picks. Mm -hmm. But no, we really can't offer that, you know, like the liability of trying to say that we know this guy isn't going to chop you up and put you in a planter pot like Bruce MacArthur did. And he used <laughs> Grinder. He did, did a, a lot of his, yeah. I don't know what you'd call it, stalking, his... Uh, Hunting, his preying, yeah, jeez. Yeah, and not just like Grinder, but like in real life too. Like what back when the club was called, I believe, Zippers. That's pretty close. I, I've heard of that. Second yeah. Cup, I think, right? Yeah, which is now yeah. uh, Pegasus, I believe. Yeah. Oh, right. Uh, Pegasus now. So really, the security aspect of it, just boils down to the users right like we have to yeah hold ourselves accountable hold the other person accountable just to make sure that everyone is consenting uh the environment is safe and it like i wish there was just like a way to weed out uh from an app point of view to weed out those mm -hmm. creeps <laughs> Unfortunately, well, they don't wear labels, you know, it's, uh, <laughs> there's no blood test for it. You know? Yeah, I know that I, I, I wish that there was some way to like, <laughs> I was going to say, can you collaborate with better help and see if they can <laughs> screen all of their users? <laughs> it's a little bit of money in the bank, huh? I know truly, but like, oh, well, what are you going to do? So we actually had this idea kind of originally. So I kind of did some surveying of a lot of my clients and we had the idea of incorporating kind of like Amazon stars, right? 
give a person a certain oh. rank based on the people they'd met. And we wanted to make it so one thing that plenty of research here, gay guys are really shitty. You could be no. exactly like your photo. You come on time what? and I just gay don't like you. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, so we had the idea of, it was originally going to be like an LGBT only app. Mm-hmm. So it was going to be something like came on time matched their pictures. I think it was hygiene was the third one. And the fourth <laughs> one was Mojo. <laughs> well, again, I've heard plenty of horror stories, right? Horror. So it was going to be the fourth one was going to be Mojo, right? Like if mojo. you had the energy, but and the idea was you would kind of accumulate uh, reviews based on, you know, you and I meet and then we both get like a, uh, uh, a feedback form after to give each other some stars, kind of Uberify it, but <laughs> it was very clear that it just wasn't going to work. I mean, I already do that. Whenever I hook up with a guy, I send them a link to a Google survey, and then I just wow. compile all of that data. You're like, <laughs> was it good? Was it good for you as it was for me? <laughs> so I'm guessing you do it more like a tribute based, right? Like big hands Tuesday rather than yeah. faces or names. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then I'll just like rank you all by how fuckable you were and how much I want to like, you know, see you and organize it all in a pie chart, a bar graph, however you want, put it on my Google calendar. Uh, this episode is not sponsored by Google, unfortunately, uh, but it'd be great because I use all of your products to help me hook up. <laughs> Stay organized. Exactly. Spreadsheet um, that shit. Ex- <laughs> I love a good spreadsheet. Uh, and I'm wondering as well, because we brought up uh, the term of sex work, does your app allow for just advertising for sex workers to advertise their services? Like no, that's uh, it's kind of a deal breaker. You know, mm. we can't be on the stores if that's explicit. Um, so we, when you publish an ad, we have a, a screening that we do. So certain words aren't allowed, and we have also a, um, a reporting feature. So when there's something published in a community, you can report it. Um, let me just bring it up. We've got like six different options here. When you flag an ad, uh, public picture contains nudity incorrect category, copyrighted material, uh, scam, harassment, underage person, illegal activity. So, you know, we have to kind of be app store compliant. And really, I don't think any of the uh, the personals even allow sex work explicitly at the moment. Uh, so in 2018, I believe it was, it was the, uh, the SESTA FOSTA ruling, which in the US was, uh, let me remember my acronyms, Fight Online Sex Trafficking Act slash Stop Enabling Sex Trafficking Act. So essentially, it made you liable for anything that happens on your platform. And it's an American rule. You know, we're lucky that we're Canadian, that uh, the liability is not the same. But we still can't be on the stores if we allow open sex work. Yeah. I mean, in Canada, we go by like this uh, Nordic model, which is like you can... Yeah, which is like super weird. It's like you're allowed to like advertise yourself as a sex worker but really the guilty party is the one who pays for it and it's like right so how the hell are sex workers supposed to yeah and it's like followed by a bunch of like all these other countries and and stuff and it's like let's follow what new zealand is doing they've decriminalized it and they're so much more you know safer well i know even the u.s is not consistent i think nevada's got the like lone star ranch they've got designated places amsterdam yeah uh i think is is that nevada or is like a specific county in nevada something like that i know there's uh, some famous cat houses they call them right no i think our attitudes are pretty backwards but we're not going to uh you know overturn apple and google and throw every law out the window essentially we want to give the the openness and the freedom to experiment to everyone and let each each person kind of play their part in policing the community so uh, another one that's interesting recently, we set the whole party and play kind of uh, culture. So uh, they also like, what do they call it in the gay community? Chemsex? Mm-hmm. Chemsex, slamming. Slamming is, is like when you shoot up and heroin. Yeah, yeah. Shoot up right. right away and fuck immediately after. Wow. Yeah. Lots. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, the rules for, I think, it's either Apple or iPhone or Google, but... You can't allow the specific promotion of an illegal drug or the, what was it, how do they say it? The excessive consumption of a legal drug. So we've seen like a fair number of these 
party and play or uh, they use the little emoji with the little party hat and the little glowy thing, you know, mm-hmm. the party, party um, yeah. popper thing. Again, we kind of have community policing, right? People can report it if the admins see anything that really crosses the line. We have to take care of it. But I don't, there's a lot of play in the rules. Like, what is excessive consumption of legal drugs? Yeah. You know? Who gets to gatekeep what an excessive consumption is? Because people have different tolerance levels. Yeah. And then, you know, uh, if you say you've got a big bag of weed and it's Toronto, <laughs> that's totally legal here. You yeah. Know, <laughs> you can't overdose on it. Like, what are you going to do? Be too tired Sleep. to fuck? I mean, <laughs> and just eat order chips in. all day. Yeah. <laughs> But it's one of those things that you kind of have to figure out as you go as a business. So, you know, we have the, we give people the opportunity to report anything that offends. There have been other things like um, where someone will post their username as hosting, but with a capital right. T. Uh, sure, the, uh, the Tina thing, Tina, they call it, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know the actual, uh, what is the technical, I know like some of the slang, but what is Tina? Tina is just another name for crystal meth. Oh, all right. Yeah. I don't know how exactly we got to the name Tina, but basically it's like uh, when you hear guys or whoever drug users say like, hey, are you with Tina right now? They're asking like, are you carrying? And (laughs) I, I, I'm sober and no judgment to anyone who uses substances, but like, you know, is there a way for uh the app to like match up that kind of category because there there are apps that like filter out by categories that are like you know people who are fellow substance users or right. uh, someone who's looking for a specific body type is there a filter for that kind of stuff well we don't do matching so people publish oh, yeah, yeah, and they reply right. as they like yeah. um you can keyword search the idea of matching users is interesting so uh, we, do, we do see a lot of kind of drug-related stuff, and it kind of begs the question of when can help be available? You know, um, I live in the village here. There's a Cam H office nearby. I think we need to change our attitudes about substance use in general. I think people need help, and when they're ready for it, it should be freely and accessible, uh, you know, freely available. I don't know. There's a, a fine line between just as a company, right? tolerating versus encouraging uh we see a few ads recently where it's uh like what was it essentially they're trying to use this party and play metaphor and it's like i've got the drugs but they say you know i you bring i you bring the play and i've got the party kind of thing which is almost bartering right it's a lot it's interesting so we see a lot of that in the m for m ads and in the like man for woman ads which bit of a surprise you know i've read a, there's a lot of scholarly articles about the whole chemsex thing in the gay community and like dealing with stigma mm-hmm. but i guess straight people also just like to get high <laughs> who knew that straight people want to get high too <laughs> yeah you're uh, mostly in the village right i don't mean to assume but are you gay or are you the other thing the other thing uh so i'm, I'm kidding i suppose i would be bi i'm a little complicated <laughs> hey you're complicated and that's my favorite kind of issue um so uh interacting with uh people in the village uh what are some of the other stories that you've heard besides the whole like disposable the time wasters uh yeah, what yeah, are some the of the other, yeah what are some of the other things that made you click and be like oh okay maybe this is what i need to do to fix that well, a lot of it was just kind of the, the, the missed opportunities, you know. Uh, so we did a lot of surveying of people to try to f- narrow down our features because, you know, there's a million things you'd love to have in there, but you can't keep them all in there. And there was a university student we talked to who said, so first of all, uh, I used to live in the UK, right? And they say first-time homeownership there is, you know, almost zero be- below the age of 40. So no one lives alone. And if you're meeting, you need a place, right? So the logistics of finding who can host when was huge. And this one student we, uh, we interviewed, he'd said he knew his, uh, his flatmate was going out at a certain time. So he was on Grindr like two hours before. I'm going to find someone. <laughs> I've got about a three-hour window while my Schedule. roommate's at class, yeah. right? 
And he said he spent from two hours before the guy went out till 20 minutes till he was going to come back to actually meet someone. And then it was too late because the guy was like half an hour away. No. So you're just tied to your phone, which is the business model of Grindr, right? It's all ads. It's all pop-ups. It is what it is. They don't really want you to make that quick, quick, painless connection. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. we thought, you know, this kind of put it out there, let people find you, be specific was really the kind of the key uh, selling point, you know, Mm -hmm. like find serious people. Right. Time is limited. Yeah. Life is short. (laughs) Let's just get to fucking already. (laughs) Do you see the most like, okay, I understand that you're app is not exclusively for gay men but is it mostly gay men that you see in your user like what's your demographic looking like right now uh interestingly so we've seen a bit of a a spike in the m for t ads the man for trans ads really okay yeah and it's we kind of expect it to be bigger in the like the more um urban areas but we see a lot of uh people posting in the more rural areas i think there are just fewer options right Mm, yeah like there's no and everything's a half hour drive minimum Oh, God. Oh. We've seen uh, little bubbles of lesbian population as well, which is interesting. <laughs> Stick to uh, farmers They're kind only. of invisible. <laughs> yeah, you get your overalls on. Yeah, seriously. American Gothic painting. See what kind Take of brood are available to you. <laughs> <laughs> Raising cops. So we've seen uh, a fair amount of the, the man for trans ads and then also the cross-dressers and that whole... Uh, so the trans thing is... Unless you like are super specific in how you define it, the trans thing is really, really encompassing. We couldn't really make a million categories. You know, we got a small interface, so there's just so much. Uh, we've seen a fair number of tr- what is it, F- FTM, female to male, female to male, male to female. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And I think uh, the ability to put yourself out there, you kind of cut through the crap, right? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. you're going to be kind of drowning in another app if you're very specific. And you're out there in the general population. When you post, you're still in the general list, but there are all these filters we have that help people find you. And yeah, we think that's appealing to people, especially mm-hmm. the I don't want to say fringe, but you know the the less mainstream people. <laughs> no, they're fringe, uh, niche, the <laughs> underrepresented. Well, <laughs> sure, underrepresented, statistically less common. Yeah. All these terms are a mouthful, right? The uh, non-fuckables. Or, I'm kidding. <laughs> well, <laughs> we welcome everyone. You can be, uh, you know, a 14-syllable word if you want, or you can just be weird for the sake of weird. Yeah. Come on yeah. over, right? Yeah, Why just not? be fucking short. strange. <laughs> yeah. let's, let's get strange with each other. We'll be right back after this commercial break. Yes. What's up, all you sick fucking perverts? Don't you just love love? The Love Shop has everything you need to feel the love in the air, or in between your legs, wherever you want, really. They've got everything from vibrators, lubes, lingerie, and even full-sized sex dolls. <laughs> While I guess love really does come in all shapes and sizes. Visit loveshop.ca slash sexedwithtim and use code sexedwithtim at checkout for 15% off the whole store. And the best part is that they ship all over Canada, US, and what? Ireland? To all my whores in Dublin, top of the morning to ya. <laughs> That's loveshop.ca slash sexedwithtim and check out code sexedwithtim for 15% off the entire store. Now get to fucking. Do you like feeling sexy and looking sexy? Of course you do. Only my listeners are sexy as fuck. I have partnered with fetishwear designer Dale Kuda to bring you the hottest deals on custom jock straps, harnesses, hats, and more. Head over to dalekuda.com, that's D-A-L-E-K-U-D-A.com, and use code SEXEDWITHTIM at checkout for 25% off the entire store. Yeah, you heard me. 25% off. And cherry on top, free shipping. Oh my god. 
I have a few of the stuff that he has made for me and girl I'm wearing it right now I'm wearing like a little jock strap so that I could easily just like slip a little butt plug or dildo every now and then here and there and I'm on the train I'm just like uh, 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 thank you Dale <laughs> that's dalecuda.com with the code sexedwithtim for 25% off your entire purchase with free shipping with a deal like that I swear I could come buckets honey the show is about to begin. Yes. So have you personally experienced any of these shortfalls in the hookup culture? Uh, definitely. Way back in the day. Uh, yeah. people, are, people are really flaky. And mm. uh, kind of a question we have is how much of that is the ecosystem of the app or the website or the old uh, personal system? And how much of that is just the human population? Mm. So like the grinder thing we think is it really encourages this uh, okay next he's hotter never mind you know talking with you and then this guy comes on and you and I were about to plan and now fuck you and then oh this guy stopped talking to me so I'm back to you and it's 2 a.m. and you got to work the next day. <laughs> the frustrations I think are really encouraged by the ecosystem of everything being who's exactly how far away when. Right. So right. yeah. But maybe that's just people. It's hard right. to kind of make that distinction. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you think that like maybe uh, this problem is being perpetuated by us as people or by the apps? Like, are they encouraging this kind of uh, people are, are disposable kind of idea? I think both. I think it's partially the way we evolved as well. Can you put yourself out there and enjoy yourself, but still be humane to other people, still be respectful of their time, politely decline if you're not interested, you know? People do make connections that last a lifetime through hookups. I don't think that really happens when you come to it with a shitty entitled attitude, though. <laughs> so, Entitled as in like, hey, I've been chatting with you for this many minutes. It's time for you to fuck me. Oh, absolutely. Uh, the other big thing we get. Uh, so we did a survey and people aren't clear about their expectations. You know, it's mm. uh, so the grinder thing. How dare you send a dick pic? Meanwhile, the same user half an hour later when you've been looking Come on, why didn't you open with a dick pic? <laughs> you know, you don't know who's uh, just for friends, who's just for, you know, they're not putting the expectations out there and then yeah. me like feeling you out for 20 minutes when, it, you know, you're not even free. You're not even looking today. Why did I waste my time? I could yeah. have been chatting to that guy who would have treated me like shit too. You know, like, <laughs> I don't know, there's a certain philosophical element of can you get what you want, be decent to other people, not have expectations and see what can grow. It's also very much like this need for instant gratification and for the most amount of pleasure at this specific moment. And it's like, I I understand. And I've seen it because I have been way more explicit in terms of my expectations uh, through the apps. I used to just be like uh, looking now and then that was it. But now I'm like... I want this, 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 and that. Do not send me a dick pic at your first as your first message, and then you know do all that. Like, I ever since I became more uh, detailed in what I want out of sex, my the number of messages have just like significantly decreased, and it's led to more fulfilling sex and to more like uh, pleasurable connections. Rather than just like random dick that's like, you know, cheap and gross and that dick that hasn't brushed their teeth. Um, you know, it, it, it's so much more true to who I am, you know, the sex that I want. And I'm wondering then is like, I hope that the app is encouraging that kind of behavior, that kind of idea that like, are you here to get exactly what you want and not treat other people in this same shitty pattern that we've been doing to each other these last how many decades well you know again that's the kind of thing um, we think giving people the tools they need to be more specific should encourage that rather than like the grinder model is just such the perfect example because everything everyone i talk to it's always the same guys sure because it's like 300 meters around you or you know 
it's the closest 60 people. So you're limited who you see, it's always the same people. But if you can put yourself out there in a really open way, you know, like how many people are going to read your ad and not reply? And you'll be thankful mm. they didn't. They wouldn't mm. have fit anyway, right? Mm -hmm. mm, is... Be super discoverable on yeah. your own terms. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. I, I, your, I don't uh, your dick not washing their teeth thing really <laughs> made me laugh about the, that, that option of the uh, rate their hygiene. If we could put it in and trust people to be <laughs> honest and fair, I would love to. Hygiene is so important. It's uh, <laughs> one of the things I would always hear the, you free now? And I'd always think, there really is no now. Like, it's your neighbor. You're still going to have to grab a shower and everything, right? Yeah. Like, now is still 15 minutes in the future, at least. Yeah, you free. But not if you don't brush your teeth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Like, please, that is the bare minimum I ask. Put on some uh, deodorant. Like, yeah. run your mouth. Grab a shower. Yeah, shower. <laughs> like, I understand that we're all on the go and we need that instant pleasure right then and there but come on people it is so easy to just grab some gum at your nearest <laughs> convenience yeah. store <laughs> or like grab one of those samples from hudson's bay the perfume sample and then uh, be on your way like i don't understand you gotta keep that in your go bag yeah no honestly uh from the experiences that i've had with hooking up i have now prepared myself a little sex bag i'm not even yeah, kidding so, right? like I, in my little sex bag i have my douche my lube some condoms if needed uh, i don't know what they are or what they're used for but they're there anyway um <laughs> and i have some gum and like that what do you call that that listerine chewable thing all those little like, strip things not even like a strip but it's like uh it's kind of like candy but it's like mouthwash that you chew up and you can either spit it's like it out mouthwad. or swallow it. yeah like the exactly. old uh, the old chewing tobacco but nicer version but it's mouthwash and you just chew it up mm -hmm. and then uh you can either swallow it or spit it out it's like chewable mouthwash and like this is so easy people <laughs> please just <laughs> stay clean and that's the kind of clean that i'm referring to when i say that's the kind of clean that people should be referring to and not the whole like you know negative hiv or whatever like clean is an adjective for a diaper <laughs> it's not a human not well, a person yeah <laughs> not morally a person yeah yeah do you also filter out that kind of those kinds of pejoratives on your profiles we haven't seen that yet so okay. um we have the ability to at any moment add new words to our band list in terms of what you post i mean people can still be mm. shitty in the messages right That's so true. We exhaustively went through, like, I, at one point, I compiled a list of every, you know, 300-year-old racial slur just to have ready. Wow! Well, we really wanted to, so we, uh, essentially, we want to censor the minimum. So with the app stores, um, nothing related to children, right? We've got a pretty big list of words not related to children. We're, mm -hmm. we're quite afraid of uh, that whole... Uh, you know, the sex trafficking and all that. So that's incredibly right. serious to us. Yeah, understandably uh, so. The kind of culture questions of, you know, I've heard a lot of uh, stories about people being explicitly racist on Grindr, right? Like, Correct. Uh, what is the big one? No blacks, no femmes, no, no gays? No, no black, no, or uh, what else? Is, what I've received, uh, no Asians, uh, yeah, yeah. or if, like Filipinos to the front. And it's like, what <laughs> uh no fats no femmes no yeah uh people are so like explicit in their uh quote unquote preferences it's like racial preference yeah. is still racism <laughs> well we have a huge list of words that we're ready to ban if and yeah. when they become a problem uh, we'd like to put out the fires once they start but not before uh and it's hard you know like you yeah. can politely state a preference without being shitty, but yeah. I think it does tend to go the other way more of the time on the current apps. That's true. So the uh, we have like 300-year-old racial slurs that your grandmother might have known, right? Which wow. we can throw in at any time, right? Yeah. But also like, you know, for anyone listening, if you take that out of your profile, it doesn't mean you have to fuck us. It just means we don't have to see it. 
<laughs> like don't don't put it up there you can have your preference for whatever but you the, just because you don't put it there all of a sudden it means like uh you're open to that not preference it's it's weird i don't understand the logic behind it there's no sense in you know trying to figure out the reasoning behind racism or misogyny or whatever or the opposite the whole fetishization right or the fetishization well i get the fetishization because i played into the fetish of being like the asian schoolboy uh, back when i was a sex worker but that was because it was my choice it was my choice to be right. fetishized and it was like not placed on me so i'm like uh i would advertise myself as like um you know cute asian schoolboy looking for a daddy to <laughs> spoil <laughs> there we go <laughs> on a similar note i've had discussions about the whole you know like the uh, the kind of racial uh, preference thing Mm-hmm. And some people get really offended by things like the whole BBC or Asian, like, I really want this. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting when someone, you know, I choose to kind of speak on behalf of all the other people in my group, that that's offensive. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. other people put themselves out there saying, I'm a cute little Asian schoolboy. <laughs> it's really interesting to me, you know. Yeah. Well, you don't like to be addressed that way, which is fair enough. No. Maybe other people, you don't represent your community. No. You're just an individual making your own connections yeah we're not a monolith and also the only time you get to talk to me that way is if you pay me <laughs> sure. once it's on the dresser right, it's five hundred dollars for the hour where do you see the app taking you or what are your goals for looking at less personals uh i don't know a couple of years down the road well we'd like to be the go-to personal ad uh personal ads app we want to be the uh we want to be the brand for the niche we want everyone to come on, you know, have a look around, experiment, put themselves out there. Uh, we want grandmothers to look at it on a board Sunday <laughs> afternoon. No, there's some really cool stuff published. It's uh, the voyeuristic element alone. You know, it's very much like the old Craigslist, but more accessible. And it's really cool to get a feel for how the other half lives, you know, just seeing what other people are looking for, exploring the world, seeing who's looking for what, when, is there some sort of geographic limit to the app? What if I want to travel to another country? Can I see users from there? And like, I don't know, I'll go to fucking yeah, Spain absolutely. or something. There is. Okay. Uh, so we we have a little, um, it's visual, it's hard to explain, but we have a little teardrop, you know, the little location thing that Uber has kind of yes. thing? yeah. So you open that up and you have a map interface. You can either drag the pin around Uber style, you can type in, well, technically, you can type in an address, but generally people type in cities. And then the pin is actually pretty cool. The animation takes you there. So you could see, like, uh, we were working with contractors in Cebu, Philippines. You type it in, you push the button from the drop-down options, and you're there. And basically, our system, we show you everything within 75K. So, wow. Okay. Yeah, which is kind of uh, trying to encompass, like, the size of a big city in the suburbs. That's true, yeah. Well, to all my international listeners, I will be. <laughs> I'm using this as a platform to hook up, right? <laughs> well, it's actually really cool. We saw in Florida, we had uh, people who were trying to hitchhike back using the app, putting themselves really? out there. Wow. Yeah, we're heading to Minnesota. They were gay guys at the Miami Pride, I think, a little while ago, right? Um, you can also publish for a place you're not. You know, you could be going to new york right and you know you'll be there saturday you know your hotel you can publish ahead of time and it kind of like put your uh, your line in the water start fishing before you're there right <laughs> that's true i mean i do see the value in this because i will be touring for two weeks in the fall for uh, i'm going to be in chicago in la in baltimore and uh, where else am i going oh new york <laughs> so uh hopefully your app has many users in those cities specifically and <laughs> new york's pretty popular and chicago's got a big bubble it does it okay perfect yeah. perfect together with their bean uh i will i will be there <laughs> people uh watch out for my ads and post your ads so that i can find you and we can have a good time uh i will say save all of that off the air <laughs> but um, uh do you have any like parting words with regards to looking less personals eric 
Well, we always say, you know, uh, find what you're looking for and start looking now. No reason to wait. <laughs> Short and sweet. I just wanted to end things off with uh, saying thank you so much, Eric, for coming on the show. Uh, I believe that your app will do so much good for us as not just gay men, but also for the sluts. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, the LGBTQIS community, the S meaning sluts. Uh, <laughs> do you have anything to plug? Can you please make like a butt and plug away anything you want the audience Oof. to find? <laughs> Indiscriminate plug. All right. Uh, well, you can check out our social media on Twitter. I think we are Looking List app and Instagram, Facebook. We're Looking List Personals. Uh, check us out on the Google and the iPhone stores, Looking List Personals or Looking List will bring it up. Give us a positive review. We're growing and, uh, the likes, the stars, they really help. I wish you could rate us on having clean teeth, but uh, you can just give <laughs> us a five star on everything instead. And trust us, people, if only you could see this feed right now, we both have amazing teeth. <laughs> <laughs> I have spent a little over $5,000 on these babies, so it's worth it. Uh, anyways, <laughs> thank you so much, Eric and uh, thank you so much looking list personals for making the world such a better place and most of all thank you to the listeners that have made it this far in this chaotic ass conversation i hope that you give us five stars rate review subscribe whatever it is that you do to support the show because you are supporting queer content and if you don't you're a homophobe. I don't make the rules. <laughs> Sorry about it. Uh, thank you once again for listening to another episode of the Sex and Wits and Podcast. And I will see you all at the next episode. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Sex Ed with Tim podcast. Sex Ed with Tim is created and produced by me, Tim Lagman. Music is Aces High by Kevin McLeod. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at GaySlutClown and at Sex Ed with Tim. You can also like and follow me on the Sex Ed with Tim Facebook page. If you enjoyed the show, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for all your support, you dirty little slut. Mwah. Mm-hmm.